Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. Producer Ian, drop that beat. What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gang, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. With me today, I have Keone. Hello, everybody. It is great to be here on another uh, game day. So uh, it's great. And you can have have football tonight. Sorry, I interrupted you, but we have football. I'm excited we got football. Football. Yeah. (laughs) All right, what, what were you saying? You were, you were plugging your uh, Twitter. If you want to hear me talk about football, uh-huh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Daydreamer Keone. And intern Aaron is with us tonight on the pod. What's up, y'all? If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can check it out AJC underscore Daydreamers. And if you guys want to follow me, I will be at JJ Daydreamers. If you guys want to follow the show at FF Daydreamers, we got a bunch of stuff coming out over there. Instagram day underscore dreamer media. So uh, lots of content coming out. Go ahead and uh, follow us on all social media platforms. Cool. We got some news to go over today. We got some couple start sit questions that were sent in to us. Nightmares and dreams of the week. So let's get going with this news. The Texans placed quarterback Tyrod Taylor and wide receiver Nico Collins on the IR. This means quarterback Davis Mills will start this week for the Texans. This worries you guys, right? I mean, oh, no, not Nico Collins. Like, he was... He was my guy. Show favorite, show favorite, (laughs) Nico Collins. And one um, shining bright spot for the Texans' future. <laughs> yes. Um, but Brandon Cooks, does this scare you guys for Brandon Cooks? Yes, no. Yes, no. I mean, <laughs> like, it's also a Thursday night game that they'll be playing. So that's why. It's the combination of Thursday night, Davis Mills, and the Panthers' defense in general, which just looked really good. Um, so, yeah, he'd be a, a void if possible. Wide receiver Danny Amendola will be out two to three weeks with a hamstring injury, and wide receiver Anthony Miller will, quote, will be up this week for the Houston Texans as well. Like up in the club? or He, will, he, he hasn't played yet. He's been a scratch uh, the first two weeks. So. Oh, so they're like, they're calling him up. Yeah, calling him okay. up to the big leagues. <laughs> you made it, kid. Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Deontay Johnson is looking better, but not great, according to coach Mike Tomlin. Just something to keep your eye on. They play Cincinnati this week. Should be a pretty good matchup. But Deontay Johnson might not be there. So be ready to uh, switch someone else in for and on your lineup. James Washington. <laughs> It's all the juju now. Yep. Uh, 
I don't know about Juju because quarterback Ben Roethlisberger has a left peck injury. Tomlin says they'll they'll be ready to adjust on Sunday if needed, which is a little worrisome. It's reports have come out saying Big Ben is on the right side of uh, the recovery. He's he should be good to go, but Tomlin is saying they will be ready to adjust. So need- quack quack is that what you're, is that what you're telling me? No, I think yeah, Dwayne, not, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne the future Haskins. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne Haskins, I think, will get the start. If, oh, uh, no. They don't have Doc Hodges. It's Mason no. Rudolph or... or uh, I thought he was like a duck. Yeah, Mason or Rudolph, yeah. I don't know. No. Doc Hodges is, yes. But he's not on the but team he's not anymore. on the roster. Well, then. <laughs> Browns wide receiver Jarvis Landry was placed on IR with his MCL sprain. He'll be out at least three weeks. Tough. Tough. Bears quarterback Andy Dalton is considered week to week and not expected to go on IR, but is expected to miss three to five weeks. So Justin Fields coming up to the plate. He will be the starter this week for the Bears. Exciting. We get to see another rookie start his first NFL game. Is Justin Fields someone you guys sneaky play for you? Uh, su- let's let's go with a super sneaky player. Super sneaky. Um, as in, like I might start him in a two QB league, like potentially this week. Um, <laughs> but not somebody I'm going to be starting in any redraft league. Um, I'd, yeah. I'd like to see a little more first, especially yeah, against Browns. I, I think it's good for your other players on that team, though. Ah, yes, Peter Allen Robinsons, Dar- uh, Darnell Mooney's, David uh, David Montgomery's, maybe even so. All right. Uh, the Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa will be out this week with fractured ribs. It will be Jacoby Brissett. And if you were here on the Twitch live stream before the recording, we said we're not starting any Dolphins scope position players this week. Just trying to stay away, avoid all of them. Falcons wide receiver Russell Gage is week to week with an ankle injury. I don't think this is too big of news as the Falcons have not looked good. Uh, not too big of fantasy news. A little bit more, uh, I don't know, more important for your team. Tampa Bay placed wide receiver Antonio Brown on the reserve COVID list. He will need two negative tests 24 hours apart to play on Sunday. If he can get that done, he'll, he will be able to play. So it's just something to keep an eye on if he can get those negative tests. So, yeah, I think that's another reason why we uh, had Russell Wilson over Tom Brady because, you know, or that just adds to it because that's another weapon that he doesn't have or that's a big weapon he doesn't have. Yeah, we so, talked about that in the, in the live stream. Uh, someone asked this question, Russell Wellsbrook or Tom Brady. We decided Russell Wellsbrook. You mean Wilson? Yeah. Oh, let's, go. Westbrook, yeah. let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah, definitely play Westbrook. Now, play Russell Wilson over Tom Brady. Um Jaguars place tight end James O'Shaughnessy on the IR. He'll miss three weeks. Just one of Trevor Lawrence's uh, targeted guys. Uh, Not too big for your fantasy team, though. Carson Wentz went through walkthroughs on Wednesday but did not practice. He does have those two sprained ankles, so uh, I don't know. Jacob Eason will be up if he does not, if he's not ready to go. I wouldn't be starting Carson Wentz or Eason this week. 
Odell Beckham Jr., wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns, was a full participant on Wednesday, which is good news for them because Jarvis Landry, as we said, is out for the next three weeks at least. So hopefully they get Beckham back and uh, he can be somewhat fantasy productive. Cincinnati wide receiver T. Higgins is day-to-day, just something he's banged up from uh, Sunday. So Jamar Chase, maybe even to Tyler Boyd this week. How are you guys feeling about Tyler Boyd? Um, if T. Higgins doesn't play, then then sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm a little hesitant on all Cincinnati players just because Steelers defense, very good. Mm. Uh, we saw kind of what happened last week with Joe Burrow against the Bears D-line and then just go ahead and like double whatever pressure he got from that uh, going against the Steelers. So a little, little concerned with all those guys. And New York Giants tight end Evan Ingram is practicing and he looks like he'll play his first NFL game this season. So good for him. I don't think any of us would start him. Yeah, he's still going to drop the ball. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that'll do hey, it for the pro, <laughs> pro bowl. <laughs> pro yeah, bowl. that's pro bowl tight end Evan Ingram. All right, all oh, five hundred and whatever yards it was. His you rookie put some respect year on that man's name. That'll that do it year. for the news for today. Let's move on to our start sit questions. So, if you guys want to send us uh, start sit questions, you guys have any questions, fantasy life, anything. Go ahead and send us over. FF Daydreamers on Twitter. DM us there. DM us on Instagram. Day underscore Dreamer Media. Yeah, hit us up. Ask us your questions. I'm sorry. I'm just like, hmm, who do I start this week? Mom or dad? No. <laughs> they don't have to be start sit, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's always mom. Keep trade cut. Keep <laughs> trade cut. Sorry, right, Grandma. Family, it's about to get real awkward. <laughs> All right, first up, first question sent to us. DJ Chark versus Arizona or Cortland Sutton versus the New York Jets. I also have Leonard Fournette at the Los Angeles Rams in the flex right now. Who are you guys, who are you guys starting? First off, do you have anybody else you can put in your flex besides <laughs> Leonard Fournette? Well, I think that's kind of the point is you can start both wide receivers or you can flex like there's one wide receiver position open and then okay. one flex yeah if you want to replace Leonard Fournette it would be with one of these wide receivers I think then yes, yes do that start both of the wide receivers in my opinion yes because I uh, spoiler alert I'm going to be talking about uh Leonard Fournette later and it's uh not going to be in a good way yeah <laughs> I would also start both wide receivers over Fournette First, the obvious one for me, Cortland Sutton. He's the number one on his team going against a poor defense. We saw what Sutton could do last week. 12 targets, nine receptions, 159 yards. He finished as the wide receiver seven, all without a touchdown. So if he scores a touchdown, damn, he could be uh, balling out there. Yeah, it was against the Jags, but the Jets are not that much better. So definitely start Cortland Sutton. Now, DJ Chark. Might be a little more worrisome, but Jacksonville should have to throw the ball to stay with the Cardinals. I expect Chark to get peppered with targets like he did in week one. He didn't get it in week two, but there's a chance Chark also gets into the end zone again. 
Now, Leonard Fournette, he's looked like the best running back in Tampa Bay, but they're going against that Rams defense, one of the best rushing defenses in the league. I'd be worried to start him. He's going to get work. He seems to be the passing down back, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be tripping if you started him over Chark, but the Jags are going to have to throw the ball way more to stay in that game with Arizona, so I'm going to I'm going to go with Chark over Fournette. Yeah, Fournette is the safe play if you're just looking to get 8 to 10 points. Uh, I would agree with both of you guys that I'd be starting both wide receivers and Sutton is for sure locked in. Um, But yeah, I think both wide receivers are the play here just because, uh, like you said, JJ, Jacksonville's going to be down. They're going to have to catch up. We don't know what the hell's going on in the backfield with Tampa Bay. It could be Leonard Fournette, could be Ronald Jones. Uh, I'd rather not find out if one of those guys is in my uh, lineup. So I go both wide receivers. All right. Next question. Kenny Galladay versus Atlanta or Christian Kirk at Jacksonville? I'm going to go with Kenny Galladay here. He has not been looking good, but he's still out there on the field. He's out there in over 80% of the offensive snaps. He's still getting averaging seven targets a game while Christian Kirk is running less than 65% of the snaps and averaging 4.5 targets a game, both playing bad defenses. I'm going to pick the better wide receiver, the NFL wide receiver and Kenny Galladay over Christian Kirk. The guy who's getting more targets is out on the field more. Christian Kirk, you're going to need a touchdown for him to... I mean, Kenny Galladay has not looked great either, but he's he can he has a higher floor, higher ceiling, in my opinion. So I'll choose Kenny Galladay. Who you guys got? I also would go Kenny Galladay. Um, I agree. It could look a little different with Evan Ingram coming back. But I just like the matchup better. Um, Christian Kirk right now is the third or fourth guy. Or he could be the second, third, or fourth guy for Arizona. <laughs> we don't really know. Like, it could be A.J. Green as number two. It could be Rondale Moore. It could be Kirk. Like, yeah. it could be Max Williams. We, you, you know, who knows? They could get two quick touchdowns and a defensive touchdown and, you know, we don't see any of those guys catch any passes. Like, I think that Galladay and the uh, Giants keep the game semi-close at least, so it won't be all hands on deck for the running game. Um, so I think that that's your best matchup as far as um, trying to eke out some production. Kenny? It is the hat trick. Ah. I'm also going to go with uh, the, the, with Kenny Galladay because, as we said, like, in the after the first week of the season, in regards to Christian Kirk, it's like be don't be too rash in going for Christian Kirk because we saw this last year, and then you know it's like oh everybody go and get him on the waiver wire, and then he just didn't perform after that, and so he's he's not as consistent as you know he has like when he booms he booms really high like he has those two touchdown games and it's like oh my goodness where's like where's this guy been, and but then he just doesn't capitalize on it he can't sustain it and then i think also with that team with the emergence of rondale moore you know that just puts another obstacle in his way to do well and get targets so i do i think that team is a high-powered offense but there's just a lot of pieces there and yeah they'll probably get ahead really really fast whereas with um the new york giants one i've already talked about how i feel about daniel jones this week two uh, JJ mentioned it earlier. He is the second highest 
Like he has the second highest target share on that team. So it goes Sterling Shepard and then Kenny Galladay and he's getting targets. It's just, he's not catching the ball. Um, so that's just one of those things that they need to fix, but who knows how much he can improve if he catches the ball. So yeah, I think we're all with Kenny Galladay. All right. All right. Last question here today, Tom Brady at the Los Angeles Rams or Josh Allen versus the Washington football team. Intern Aaron, who you got? I am going with Josh Allen against Washington football team. It's a little bit riskier uh, just because we've seen nothing but excellence from Brady in the first two weeks. Uh, but I think that that Rams defense is going to offer them a little bit more of a challenge um, than Allen is going to see from Washington and the upside of the running game. Like it's an easy floor. He's over a hundred yards already two weeks in. And I just think that it's something that this game isn't going to be necessarily a blowout. I think that Washington's defense is good enough to keep it close. Um, but I think that just if you're trying to go for full upside, that Allen's the play here. Keone? I'm going to go with Tom Brady, actually, because I think uh, Tom Brady, as we've seen, he's on pace to set records potentially. And I think he can, I think it's one of those things where he can sustain that actually. And he might falter a little bit against the Rams just because how good their defense is, but I'm not in love with Josh Allen at this point in the season. And I really want to be because I have him on numerous teams. (laughs) So I need him to do better than he's been doing, but he has last week, he got around like 50% completion um, on his passes and he had less than 200 yards passing. And so I just feel more comfortable with Tom, even if it's against a better defense. Um, Cause Josh Allen, I don't think has reached the heights that he has last year quite yet in this season. Yeah. I'm going to go with Tom Brady as well. Both defenses are really good, but Tom Brady has been QB two is, is the QB two on the season and has been top five QB both weeks. Josh Allen has not finished above QB 20. Yes, he has that rushing upside, which makes this actually closer than I thought. But I'm going to go with Brady. He's on a crazy pace right now. I'm not going to bet against him. All right. That'll do it for our start sit questions. Let's move on to our nightmares. Can you tell me about a nightmare you've had? So who is a nightmare, a bust for you in week three? I'll go first. I got. DJ Moore, wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. Yes, DJ Moore is the number one receiver on his team. He's going to get targets. He's averaging 9.5 in the through the first two games. But even with those targets, DJ Moore is still touchdown dependent. Robbie Anderson and Terrace Marshall Jr. should get more involved as the season goes along and start cutting into those targets, leaving more completely dependent on touchdowns, which Anderson and Marshall are athletic enough and good enough to cut into those touchdowns as well. This Texans, this Texans defense that DJ Moore is playing is also better than we gave them credit for at the beginning of the season. And lastly, this is a Thursday night game. Gross. So I'm staying away from a majority of these players besides CMC. So DJ Moore, nightmare for me week one. Week one, this week, week three. Keone, who's your nightmare? So 
as I said, I, I alluded it to, or alluded to it earlier. It's a one Mr. Uh, Playoff Lenny, Leonard Fournette. So he is uh, the running back 33 on the season right now. And uh, this is for you, producer Ian. So as we all uh, all know, and uh, so feel free to say it with me at home, Bruce Arians is a bitch. <laughs> so you can never know who's really going to come in at any particular time for this this tandem and yes Leonard Fournette is getting the ball more than Ronald Jones but it's he just gets kind of like a you know like maybe 10 points a game and it's like all right and you know he is in the he is involved in the passing game but he hasn't gotten any touchdowns you know in that so uh also we talked about it before the Rams rushing defense is really good Aaron Donald is very scary and just that in, and it's very imposing and so I don't, I don't think you can play him this week and maybe just wait until week 18, 19, when they're playing, in, when they're playing in January or when something. You can't play him. That's when you play him. Yeah. So I'm just right, not Aaron. on Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. Me neither. Aaron, who's your nightmare? All right. So my nightmare is Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals running back. This Steelers defense, I know JJ won't admit it because he's a Steelers fan, and every fan of their team doesn't like to uh, accept the fact that the team may be good at things. Bad against the Raiders. (laughs) He did, but what you didn't look bad against the Raiders at was their run defense. Mm. 25 attempts for the Raiders, 52 yards. That is straight garbage. And I think that this Bengals O-line is significantly worse than the Raiders O-line. Yes, Joe Mixon is better than Kenyon Drake or Peyton Barber for whatever reason. He is the main guy. But um, Mixon's production is based on... Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mixon's production is based on his volume, which he may not see if the Bengals get behind quickly. Not that because he's not the passing down back, but because they don't target him very often. He's got six targets through two weeks, um, and they were behind last week, and they were behind their game week one so it seems that joe burrow when they get behind is targeting his wide receivers as most quarterbacks do i think that that could be the case for this game even with the uh, injuries the steelers are dealing with so joe mixon you still have to start him because he's one of your studs but it's lower your expectations and might be more of a flex option if you really get down to it yeah i mean he could even fall out of that flex uh option for me if whenever it really comes down to it, depending on some of these other running backs have really stepped up. You know, someone you drafted behind him, Damian Harris. I think I'm starting Damian Harris over Joe Mixon this week. And if that's the case, and I got a wide receiver. on Williams. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you get one of these waiver wire guys or, you know, something like that. Like, yeah, Mixon could be seeing his spot on the bench here. Yep. All right. That'll do it for the nightmares for us here today. Let's move on to our dreams. And I feel like I'm dreaming. All the time. All of the time. So who is a dream start for you in week three? Keone, why don't you kick us off here? So I mentioned him earlier and I said a lot of these points, but Daniel Jones, he is the quarterback seven right now, which is, you know, again, who would have thought that? Um, And I know, again, a lot of that has to do with his rushing um, from last week. But Atlanta, I think we can all say Atlanta is a bad defense. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Um, he has Sterling, him and Sterling Shepard have great chemistry. And, you know, if Darius Slayton doesn't drop the ball in the end zone, you know, there's another touchdown for him, like literally wide open, like egregious. Um, I think they have the potential to be a, a fairly dynamic offense. I think they just make a lot of mistakes. So it's just throughout the season, fixing those mistakes. And um, this is a make or break year for him. And I think right now it's trending towards the make part of that equation. Um, so again, and I say, uh, much like last week against Washington, I think this is a perfect matchup against Atlanta to where it can be a, um, not necessarily a shootout, but both teams, I think have the potential to do very well with the giants ultimately losing, which is just perfect because in (laughs) fantasy that doesn't matter really. So, all right, let me, uh, let me ride your coattails here because my first dream is Sterling Shepard wide receiver for the New York Giants. Just a week ago, Ryan told you, he told y'all, go pick up Sterling Shepard off the waiver wire. Now, he's led the wide receiver room in snaps, targets, receptions, yards, and touchdowns. He's tied with Slayton for touchdowns, but uh, tied for first. Finished as the wide receiver 10 in week one. He finished as a wide receiver 30 in week two. Yeah, that's a big fall off, but for someone you didn't draft to be a flex option, that's that's good news. And like Keone said, the Giants play the Falcons this week, an atrocious defense, a team who leads the NFL in passing touchdowns given up already with eight. They are they're just bad. Sterling Shepard has a high probability of scoring a touchdown this week with a high floor, getting the targets there, being Daniel Jones, go to guy. I'm starting Sterling Shepard this week. All right. I'm going to continue this trend of talking about bad defenses and using Rondale Moore as one of my dream players here. The Jacksonville Jaguars are awful and they're awful at pass defense. Wait, can we hit the garbage for that? Because they are like multiple times. Garbage, garbage, garbage. Okay. Thank you. Um, They're one of the worst pass defenses to the first two weeks and they have played the Texans and the Broncos. One team who was expected to not win a game and another team whose quarterback doesn't like to throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Okay. This is Kyler Murray and this Cardinal offense who have been one of the best offenses in general, especially in the past game going up against the Jags. Rondell Moore has seen the snap for his uh, route percentage, which is the amount of times he's running routes while on the field go up from week one to week two. And he still hasn't had it over 50%. And he's wide receiver 19 and half PPR. That number is going to continue to go up, which you'll see him involved more in this offense in general. The uh, offensive coordinator and Cliff Kingsbury, they're running plays specifically for him, yeah. getting him involved in the game. And I think that that's something we'll see again this week, and he'll be a top 20 guy. Yep. That's what I was going to say. They are manufacturing plays for Rondell Moore there in Arizona. So I like which it. Which is what you love to see, especially yep. with the rookie. Keone, give us another uh, dream this week. So my other dream for this week is a wide receiver. And uh, going into the season, I never thought it would be this case, but it's Marquise Brown. Mm -hmm. I am really starting to kind of like the Ravens and their their passing ability. Like, I mean, he is currently the wide receiver seven. So I guess I'm having a theme by picking uh, number seven at their position. But uh, lucky number seven. 
But more importantly, I think we're seeing that passing ability come out in Lamar Jackson. You know, we saw that little that jump pass over the over the O line, you know, during the game. And uh, John Harbaugh trusts him as he rightfully should at this point because he's getting the job done. And Marquise Brown is emerging as you know the main beneficiary of that. And they face Detroit this week, so that's another a great matchup, seeing as they've allowed a 100-yard receiver in each of their first two games. And um, Marquise Brown had a 100-yard game last week, and in his first game, he had a 69-yard game. Nice. Swing. Very nice. Um, so he's also had two touchdowns, one in each game, and I think that's going to continue. So I think he's going to go for 100 yards and a touchdown in this game easily, and I just – I'm impressed by the Ravens passing offense and just their whole team in general. He just, he seems to be open down the fields at least once a game. Yes. So yeah, I I agree with that one. Start him up. My dream, other dream this week, Devontae Smith wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles. After seeing what he could do in week one, six receptions for 71 yards and the touchdown, he finished wide receiver 20. I am super excited to see what Devontae Smith can do the rest of this season and going forward in the NFL. Week two was a little bit rougher for him, catching two passes, but he still led the team in targets with seven. He's also led the wide receivers in snaps both week for the Eagle, both weeks for the Eagles. They're playing a division rival Cowboys on Monday night. I expect a big game with lots of points scored. I'm going to play the number one receiver against a pretty bad Cowboys defense, pretty bad Cowboys secondary. He's going to get a majority of the targets, has a high probability of scoring a touchdown there. I'm going with Devontae Smith this week, rolling with him. All right, and I'll continue the trend of uh, young players and specifically uh, rookie players here. And Devontae Williams, uh, Denver Broncos running back, they're facing the New York Jets this week. And if it's anything like we saw last week from the Jets, this game will be a blowout. Um, Melvin Gordon has been more heavily focused in the passing game. Uh, He does have the higher percentage of snaps. It's a 55-45 split. Melvin's seeing the most there. But uh, Javante Williams is seeing more carries uh, when he's on the field than Gordon is. So that leads me to believe that if this game were to be a blowout, that Williams would be the guy getting the rushes. And especially since... Gordon's the older uh, vet. We're not going to see him likely out there in third and fourth quarter situations if they're just trying to run the clock. So I think that this could be cleanup duty for Javante, and we could see him uh, have his first 100-yard game, and we could see him get in the end zone here. Barking out party. Yeah, why not run your rookie running back if you're up by a bunch? Yeah, save the legs of the vet. Let the young guys get out there and show them what you can do. All right, that'll do it for our dreams for week three and that'll do it for the podcast thank you guys so much for listening remember tell a friend about the fantasy daydreamers we're here to help you guys win your championships help you guys win your leagues if you guys have any questions you guys can send them to us on any social media instagram day underscore dreamer media twitter ff daydreamers you guys can also send them to us through a comment on apple podcasts Leave a five-star review. We'll be getting to those. But the easiest way to ask us questions, the ones that we will be answering first, Patreon. Daydreamer Media, you guys subscribe to us on Patreon. Ask us a question in Patreon. We'll answer those ones right away. Uh, 
And then you guys want to you guys want to talk about the website because you guys got articles, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, we got uh, start sit articles coming out Friday from Keone and producer Ian, and then I have my most intriguing matchups every week on Friday as well that drops. And just you know, read the articles, give us feedback, let us know what you guys like or don't like. Like we're here to help you guys, and if you think that we could help you with something else, then let us let know. Us know. We can work it out. Yeah, and on Tuesdays as well, Aaron has a uh, the waiver wire article. Yep. So and sometimes, Tuesday. yep. Sometimes it's a little bit different than what we talk about on the podcast. So, and not it's not that he's disagreeing. It's just you know, there's it's a different you know that some that's other people to to add you know, and some are uh, more long shots than others. But it's like that's just a different you know. He, it's covering the the breadth of waiver wire possibilities. So it's a good to listen to both the podcast and then go read the article. Or sometimes Agreed. we uh, double down and we give you Sterling Shepard twice and let yes. you know this is That's a guy true. you really should be paying attention to yep, and yep. pick him up. There you go. There you have it. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. You got to remember to always stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.